what is aroma freedom technique and why should you watch this podcast today because i am going to go into detail about ways for you to get unstuck move forward and let go of the baggage that you're carrying around so you're live with aroma freedom clinic this is our podcast biohack what's holding you back I will be given a special giveaway at the end, but you're going to have to listen to the whole podcast. I'll be giving you a copy of my ebook, The O Diet, which is a very famous book that has helped thousands to lose weight, feel great. It has an in-home workout. It has an in-gym workout. It has before and after pictures that were done before people started altering pictures because that was back in the 2000s. So listen, and at the end, I will tell you how you can win and get this ebook. But also, I want you to know that if you have any questions, go ahead and go down to the comments and click on that, and I'll be glad to answer any questions you have. But I would like to introduce a very, very special guest today. We have Vicki Wu with Vicki Wu Marketing. I have been in the business industry for over 35 years. You can spend thousands of dollars on marketing. It's like personal trainers, and they won't get you the results. They'll take your money, but they won't get you the results. I will tell you what, you spend 30 minutes with Vicki Wu, and it's like spending a week with somebody else. When somebody is intuitive and genuine and sincere, and they've spent years mastering what they do, just as I have, then that's the type of attention and the expert that you want and you should be paying for because the internet is full of BS. So I'd like to welcome Vicki Wu. And how are you doing today, Vicki? Hey, I am great. I'm excited to be here, especially since I've been working with you. I've learned a bit about Aroma Freedom Technique, but I'm excited to learn more about it myself and then help your viewers learn more about it too. So this is great. It's a win-win. And I want your book. I'm signing up for your book. So oh, I'm staying to the end <laughs> so that I can get your book. Um, well, I didn't tell you that what I'm going to do is to make sure that people are paying attention I'm going to give you a test at the end and ask a question. <laughs> if you can answer the question, then you get this book for free. <laughs> okay, let me take notes. Wait, let me, let me get my paper and take notes. No, you don't have to take notes. It's going to be, it's just a matter of... A simple, a simple, a simple test? <laughs> a simple test like uh, what color are my eyes or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, Vicki, you and I, we have, we've spent, I am so glad I connected with you and we worked together because you have really, really helped me a ton because before, you know, coming to you, I spent a lot of money um, and got taken for a ride. So before we get into Aroma Freedom technique, I just want you all to know out there that you can spend a lot of money, but why? You better get results yeah. for what you spend, the, the right results, because you can get bad results. And sometimes that is worse than not getting any. So, yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely right. And I, I, I get clients all the time who were in the same boat as you, that they had spent plenty in different places and didn't get the result they wanted. So if you're going to invest in your business, which you have to, you want to do it carefully and yeah, 
that that's not the kind of ride you want you know do a ride through the countryside or ride in a hot air balloon but not a ride by scammers <laughs> that's right that's right so um let me go into what is a roma freedom technique have you ever heard of this before before you met me what a roma i had but only because of where i met you so you know how we met we shared some of the same circle and so i had heard of it but i didn't really know you know i've learned like how exactly how effective it is and i've got some nonprofit background that included like counseling for mainly youth and families that were going through crisis so i'd heard of quite a few different techniques that worked pretty well and so I was actually interested when I heard about this and then you started your clinic and I started working with you to help you with some of that marketing and talked to a lot of people since then now who have been through it and just heard like how amazingly good and effective it is. And hey, I like effective. So it excites me the possibilities. Aroma Freedom Technique is one of the most advanced techniques there are today when it comes to neuroscience. You know, you can start at Freud and you can build your way up. And the most amazing thing you find when you study this area is the psychotherapy world really did uh, continue to climb and build. And the last thing, so it was like, you know, we had NLP, we talked about that neuro logistics programming. It was one of the most amazing types of neurological processing there was but as we talked about also you could only process one memory at a time and it wasn't um it didn't stick yeah. meaning as soon as that yeah. area got triggered again it came right back so therefore we weren't transforming any matter we were putting a band-aid on it for a while but it's kind of the same thing with just the positive thinking they found that that just hits the outer cortex. And so the problem with that is when people go to rehab and do, they do all this, you know, being positive in the mind, it all works out great in theory until your trauma is triggered and then you go right back to implicit memory. And so that's the biggest thing about aroma freedom technique. So we went from NLP and then we went to EMDR, which EMDR was another huge advancement when it came. But once again, it didn't stick. We weren't getting people well. That's what I was always looking at. You know, I've looked, I've worked with naturopaths, some of the best doctors, you know, in the US. And what I was looking for, are you getting people well? Not just okay with where they're at, you know what I mean? Or not just okay with what they have, but are you getting them well? And that's what I wasn't finding. You were getting people feeling better, but there's a difference between feeling better and being well, right? Yeah. And so, you rather feel better than have nothing. Exactly. Once you start feeling better, you kind of realize how, how bad you were feeling, like how badly it's impacted you. And then that's when I think we all need that something else. And like we had talked about it, all those things, they, they do work. They're, they're effective to a certain level, but you have to be aware of what, what your problem is. You have to be aware of the thing triggering you, what your trauma is, what your issue is using those programs. Why? And what, you know, that's, that's the biggest question that people should be asking instead of judging themselves. 
you know, that was my biggest question waking up in suicidal depression after breaking my neck and the surgery was why? I mean, I was like a deer in the headlights, you know, why? You know, you look up depression, oh, it's because you don't, you eat too much sugar. I don't eat sugar. I haven't, and you know, um, I drink a gallon of water a day. I eat all organic. I'm a bodybuilder. I know how to feed the cells to develop muscles. So it's a really great diet. And you know what I mean? Da, 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 da. I don't have any trauma in my life. I married a monk, you know, um, great life. So what's going on? And, you know, nobody could really answer that question. Give me the why. Give me, you know, why is this happening? Until I finally went to a brain expert and um, which was a psychiatrist, which I just want to clear up that a lot of people think psychiatrists just uh, <clears throat> promote medications and psychiatrists, you want a psychiatrist that's a psychotherapist. So a psychiatrist really does diagnose and, you know, treat with a medication and a psychotherapist actually will actually do therapy on you to help you understand the why why this is going on and then get at the root cause of it the best that Western medicine can. And I took Western medicine as far as I could and it did, it balanced me out. I knew that there was something wrong with my brain because I felt normal on the medication. Once I stopped fighting the medication and I went off and on and off and on three times because I really wanted to be, you know, get off the medication. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. And every single time I wound up back in suicide and then, you know, it's a, it's a, like a three month process to get off and then a three month process to get, you know, back reestablished. And, and then Going somebody said, yeah, so you're looking extent. at, you know, a big half a year, half a year is yeah. what you're looking at. Right. And then somebody said a horrifying thing to me that, you know, when you go off and on and off and on, somebody that shouldn't have spoke this way, spoke out of turn, they don't work anymore. So I'm thinking, oh my God, they're not going to work. It's not right. The one thing that helped a little, now, you know. Not. <laughs> it's not going to help at all. <laughs> it's so messed up. Yeah. But uh, point being, you know, it did. And then I realized, okay. So once I let go of Missy that used to be anti-Western medicine, I mean, I did a radio show. I did all kinds of stuff. So I, I got to learn a lot there. I'm humbled and there's a place for everything. And um, I think more so my problem was is just, you know, it being a band-aid and then you don't ever do anything about it. But there's a reason why, too. And that's going to go back to implicit memory. So I keep touching on all these things I used to judge and made me afraid of things, thinking that it was something different with people, right? And so continuing to get help twice a week and talk it through and learn all these things and then realize, okay, this has taken me as far as it can. There's got to be something else. And guess what? Something else appeared. And that's when we met. Yeah. And then on that same conversation, that's when I got to meet Dr. Ben Perkis. Now, what are the chances? The one call I'm on, Dr. Ben Perkis is going to be on that call. And yeah, that's like some kind of like divine intervention, fate, <laughs> right? or, you know, call it what, karma. You've done good. <laughs> call it whatever, right. Yeah. No, it's a coincidence. The universe all coming together and meshing for you right right and then i couldn't quit listening to everything he had to say about implicit memory and it all made sense to me considering the head trauma i had all the abuse i went through when i was young um that i thought i did all the therapy i thought it was fine you know uh being in the military the ptsd just from being in the military uh ptsd from life, yeah, <laughs> just just from life. life. <laughs> 
just being just born day here. Day to day. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? What am I? You know, I'm a paraplegic with these strangers. What are they? And now, but finally realizing that after doing the Roma Freedom Technique, it's what I've been looking for for about 35 years because we are actually transforming matter. And I'm going to say that again, transforming matter. And that is really what we're doing. And so I'm one to not BS around and just say what it is. And that is what we are doing because your brain is what is projecting what you're seeing. So we are going in and we are actually dissolving, transforming, reconsolidating traumatic memories that are like a ball of yarn and we are opening all that up and all that wiring is organically realigning changing all the chemicals in your brain so that now the way you perceive something and reality is changed forever and it doesn't go back it doesn't go back i mean i had one of my clients in the beginning so much did not believe in this technique that she spent three days trying. It was a horrid memory we brought up. Um, that's probably all the detail I'm going to give. That had to do with another female and very horrid. It went back to high school and we went and dissolved the memory and the motion and, and everything. So now it's just history, but and it you know, dissolved. Yeah, yeah. It's so true. How that it's gone. Yeah. No, this young lady spent three days digging and digging and digging and she was so upset because she couldn't bring it back made her crazy where'd it go it's just gone and i'm like yeah. there are so many memories when you go to bed at night what happens in short is basically you go to bed at night and da -da 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 everything crosses over right files into a file cabinet it literally does and so if you have just a normal day you're not going to remember it 20 years from now nothing special happened no big deal you know unless you're like my husband who remembers everything um you know i'm i'm not going to remember it unless there's something traumatic or something great that happens during that day you know right. plus and right. Some, something large yes something's going to happen to make me remember that day and so what happens when we have trauma and when i say trauma what is designed as trauma is when we don't get our emotional needs met so if something happens that hurts you on whatever level, I don't care if it's, you know, a half an ounce or full-blown abuse, sexually, physically, whatever, it cannot process through your brain. So at night when you go to sleep and da-da-da-da-da-da, it's trying to walk its little way over, it doesn't. It goes over, comes back around, and comes right back in and sits itself right there and just waits. And it just waits. But what it's doing, it's right here. So you might as well imagine you have this film now. This trauma has left this energetic film. And one of the biggest things people need to know is that scene is still going off in your head. So that bubble, that scene, that one little scene is still going off. And what people don't really understand is the only reason why you feel something is because of the chemical release in your brain. So when you felt that, that went on, there was a feeling that was a chemical release. The chemical release is still going on. Well, how come you're not feeling it all the time? Well, because you're focused on the 10% of you. And so that you can survive, 
guess where it's going to go? It's going to go down to the 90% of you. And it's going to go into your unconscious. And it's going to become a sword in the ground called an implicit memory. And like putting your hand on a stove, you will not. I don't care if you think, put your, try to put your hand on the stove, a hot stove after burning your hand. Oh, go ahead. It's going to, I don't even know if you can. It's the same thing. And if you do think you can go around it, then it's just going to blow up in your face. It's not going to work no matter how hard you try. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. And in my case, um, I had worked nonprofit for a while and we had a shelter shelter for homeless and abused unaccompanied teens and a prevention program that was counseling, crisis counseling for families to keep them together so the kids didn't get to that point. But one of the things I studied because we had a lot of kids who had been abused throughout their life. And I studied a lot about the child's developing brain and how trauma impacts it. And it was really interesting because it said it's actually better on a child developing while their brain's developing. And it's because so much of this implicit memory goes back to childhood that it made me connect this. It's better if they have one huge trauma you know, something big, like right. we, we've talked about some of my traumas, like the Paris terrorist yes. attack, like a something big, yes. because it's, it's so visible that, you know, like consciously you're like that happened. It's better for that to happen than those daily ongoing smaller traumas that just keep going over time because those are the ones that embed further and further into your subconscious because it's those real big, huge things that you remember consciously. So, you know, all of us, as we grow up, things happened through our childhood, maybe not as traumatic as some other people's, maybe worse, but it's that kind of day-to-day little traumas over time that repeat and repeat and repeat that get stuck in your subconscious. You know, I can tell you about the Paris terrorist attack and other things that went on like that, but ask me, you know, something from my childhood that maybe other people would have thought it was a bit traumatic and it was normal for me, you know, same with you. Like we all have something like that. So it's, that's what got me really looking into this as well, because I already knew about the concept, but even then there still wasn't a lot. It was the band-aid. It was helping them learn how to do, how to live with it, not how to fix it. Yeah. How, how to cope. Yes. That's the word. Tools to cope with. How to cope with where you're at. I don't, I don't know how often I heard that word when I got to go through this five-year lesson of suicide and, you know, learning all these things, which I would have never learned had I not gone through that horrid suffering that I went through um, and asked the questions I did. I kept that deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and realizing that you're right. It's the little things, you know, they always say it's the little things that matter the most. And um, the, the biggest thing, Vicki, I'm trying to really get people to understand is, you know, <clears throat> there are warning signs uh, that are telling us that we have a chemical imbalance. And I, and I first want all viewers to remove mental illness and just go to chemical imbalance. Because that's the honest to goodness truth. It's an imbalance. And now we know what causes the imbalances. 
we didn't really know for certain. Yes, we knew the kids that went through trauma, you know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. But we didn't really know for certain until 1980 when they studied implicit memory. And now, you know, all your Fortune 500 companies are talking about it. Everybody's talking about implicit memory, except for the people that need it the most. need it the most. (laughs) And it's so true because in those courses that I took about, you know, children going through trauma, they had brain scans and they could show you the the areas, the structure of a brain of these kids who had gone through you know, repeated traumas, like maybe, you know, kind of daily abuse, but not enough that, you know, the kid was sent to the hospital, just kind of that ongoing daily thing versus one who hadn't. And the structure of your brain changes. Yes, absolutely. That is absolutely, they, it's the, uh, is it the Amen Clinic in Seattle? that is doing some huge work on that and they do that they do the brain scans and they can show where like if you were kicked in the head by a horse they can show you the trauma to the brain there and you know i don't really know somebody referred them to me when i was searching for answers and help and that really wasn't an option for me because uh they don't take insurance and i didn't have five thousand dollars to you know dish out at the time which really makes somebody going through that feel even better um but it is true and it changes the chemical structure because you don't see people living on the street that had nice childhoods. Right. You don't. You and don't. Even people who appear to have, you know, appear to have everything, have it all together, kind of like you, you know, had mentioned earlier. Think of Robin Williams. He's a, exactly. he's a star. Think of Princess Diana. She was a freaking princess, but she still dealt with a range of issues. And, you know, if you've seen some of the documentaries, she had eating disorders, you know, things are never maybe as perfect as you might assume. Things are never as they seem, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you say. <laughs> you know, seriously, things are never. So I blocked everything out when I was a kid. I blocked it all out. And they just said it was from my head trauma because um, I had eight head injuries. And so, yeah. you know, yeah, my, yeah, my sister would tell me these stories, these, these horrid stories. And I used to go, my God, you know, how did you survive that? She goes, what are you talking about? You were sitting right next to me. And, you know, but they could say it so nonchalantly because they lived in denial about everything. And I was more of the one going, something's not right. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but something's not right here. I don't know what it is. But, uh, <clears throat> I think the biggest thing is is knowing that uh, what I find, I think what I find the most is um, denial. So our ability to deny is a survival mechanism. Definitely. And um, that's why my brain blocked it all out so that I could survive. Uh, But once I started doing aroma freedom techniques and probably the work I've done with the psychotherapist twice a week to answer some greater, you've got to be able to answer some greater questions to me for I'm going to, you know, for the dominoes in my brain to go, okay, that makes sense. I can take that and take that. And then for things to start healing and changing. And what is happening is um, it's it's what should happen, Vicki. You know, I want to say it's like a miracle, but nobody's going to believe a miracle. If I say, oh, it's a miracle, you know, and when I first saw Aroma Freedom techniques and the things that were happening and it was like a miracle. And I guess that comes from somebody that's been through so much suffering and 
tried to take their life. But, and then you see something that's so healing and so getting, and you can be in a full on, you know, and this is my, only my experience. I'm not a doctor or diagnosing anything. So I can share my experience on a full on panic attack because you've got a maniac living in your house for a short amount of time. That's another story. And um, you go into a full on panic attack and you can be pulled out of it just like that. That's power. That is, that is power. You know? yeah, I had related it when we were talking earlier to the Titanic. And if you think about the iceberg, you always hear how only 10% of the iceberg is visible. The other 90% is under the water. And when they have the Titanic, they didn't have the same more sophisticated equipment that we have now. Exactly. So they couldn't see the 90% underwater, just like in the past, some of these other programs weren't able to tap into that 90% to heal us. And had they, you know, had the sonar and other maritime, you know, tools that we have now, the captain could have turned the bo boat and avoided the crash, just like if you have the right technology and new technique, you can kind of shift your you avoid the crash too. and yeah. if yeah. you don't do that and we had mentioned this something you had said and it made me really think of this if you're not able to do that if you don't have the tools and the techniques and stuff that can keep you that can make you aware of that 90 percent of what's going on underneath the surface our subconscious your boat's going to crash and that's when you get thrown into the water and you struggle and may drown. So it's taking one tra tragedy, but it really applies to us as people that not, we know the 10% and that's not the part we need to work on because we're <laughs> conscious of it. That right. other 90%, we didn't have the tools before. And now there's new tools coming out that can allow us to tap into that. So for me, it's really interesting. No, thank you, Vicki. I really, really enjoy how you put it. it I, I love having you on. You have a great mind uh, with your background and everything on putting things that way. You know, I guess that's what I'm, I'm trying to say to people is, you know, I woke up in that state. You don't want to let it get that far to where you're in the water right. because it's exhausting. It took me two years to get help. Two years, and there are some that'll say, I don't know how you made it. And honestly, I don't either. But, you know, every day was a living hell for a while. I mean, literally a living hell. There was no, I don't drink. I couldn't, you know, take meds to numb myself out from it. I just had to feel it until I got help. And it doesn't have to get to that. The Titanic, like you said, it is. If we can just be real. And be real and realize that we can do amazing things, but we have to take responsibility for what we don't know. And that is that 90% of what is happening in our life is unconscious. But we can stop the icebergs from hitting the icebergs, from falling in the water, from losing your marriage, from losing your business, from losing, um, I'm, you know, I hate to say this, but implicit memory is responsible for our health. I'll say it again. 
our health, <laughs> our wealth, our happiness, how we perceive life, how we see people, and most importantly, how we see ourselves. Yes. And you know what's really terrible? I hate, I just want to say, hey, to, hello to Heather and Carla, is the negative voice inside of your head that's constantly hollering at you. It's not even you. It's implicit memory trying to get you to pay attention to me. And if we would look at it that way, instead of looking at it, oh, I just had this negative voice. Oh, just think positive. Don't look at that. No, 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 no. You know, we were only, instead of going, I've got this negative voice in my head that I, I've got some implicit memory. Because I'll tell you what, when a traumatic feeling, energy, emotion, whatever word you want to give it, gets stuck, and it doesn't process. So it hasn't taken on a form yet, right? At this point in time, it's just a feeling like you feel, right? doesn't have a voice. It just has a feeling, which is really scary. And then it takes on a voice. Yeah. And the voice is generally, you're stupid. You're not good enough. I mean, I could, if I, you know, we spend an hour, we could actually make a wall of all the negative voices. And, and then there wouldn't be any others. Pretty much and why can't they be nice voices? They're always <laughs> negative. I mean, they are. They're always negative voices. Because there's a negative energy. Exactly. It's, kind of, it's, just, it's all about perception and how we were raised mm -hmm. and how we were raised to see life and reality. And now we are being given a chance to see life and reality in a whole different way, seeing the 90% that's under the ground. Mm -hmm. No, I can't see it. But you know what? I know I, I choose to live a conscious life. And why? The number one reason why I choose to be conscious is because I don't want to be that awful person that walks in and is triggered and, you know, rips off, you know, some rips up, rips apart some retailer's day just because um, I didn't get my dollar discount or something. And then I'm not even aware. And you know, I go back to how sometimes it's not even how we're raised, but our understanding and perception of it with a young mind. So like, I, I always remember this friend of mine I was talking to and I was over at her house eating dinner. You know, we were hanging out, we were doing dinner and she took, you know, she had like the dishes and she set them on the counter and then she covered them all like with an upside down bowl inside her house. Like, and so, and it was kind of weird because it was like almost like OCD, like, you know, like I have OCD tendencies. I'll tell you that I'm a perfectionist. But every, every dish, you know, an upside down bowl, one of the bigger serving type bowls. And so I asked her, I was like, oh, why do you do that? And she's like, you know, she kind of stopped because we had been going through some like um, focusing and strategizing and organizing around like her business and life at that point. And so I was curious, why do, why do you do that? And she stopped for a second and she's like, you know what? And she goes, my, my mom always did. So, I mean, it's, it's just because my mom always did it. And I was like, well, why did your mom do it? And she's like, I don't know. And so she went and, you know, like called her mom the next day and was talking to her. And she's like, mom, you know how you always turned over bowls and put them over the food and, you know, that's how we grew up. And so I do it now too. And she's like, why, why did you do the bowl thing? And the mom said, oh, it's because the cat would jump on the counter and I wanted to keep the cat out of the food. And my friend was like, 
I don't have a cat. <laughs> so it was just, you know, you know it, it was her perception when she was growing up with a young mind that maybe doesn't understand or doesn't know to ask. And she had the perception wrong. She didn't need to be putting those bowls on her stuff. It was to keep a cat off that she didn't even have a cat. So <laughs> I love it. That's that's understand. a really good. That's a really great analogy on what we are talking about here on, you know, how we were taught to perceive things. I don't know about you, but we've come a long way. I mean, in my generation, I mean, I was born in the '60s, so excuse me. We were taught. I was just taught. You know, suck it up. You, you know, uh, no pain, no gain. Um, we really were only allowed to experience happiness or yeah, silence. Like f flower power, where it's all like flowers and rainbows. Yeah, we weren't allowed to be angry. We weren't allowed to think about ourselves. We always were taught to put other people first or we were selfish. Um, and we really were only allowed to feel one emotion, which was happy. And so, you know, feeling anything else other than that, we weren't taught. And so suck it up and suck it up we did. Mm -hmm. We sucked it up big time. And um, now we are the generation, I believe, that has this opportunity to do the most healing and then help these other generations that are so lost and so much are looking for greater answers because of what they've seen. Because unlike our generation, who doesn't learn from what's happened in history, this other generation, they just know it. They don't say it because it's unconscious. Right. But they just know it unconscious. So people, when they, you know, it's a whole other story. We won't get into it. But when they want to give them a hard time for not being real, you know, motivated, I want to go, well, what do you expect? Look what they've seen. They've seen history just repeat itself. You know, people do spend $9 billion a year on things that don't work. Um, people are delusional. They think that things are going to happen in an unrealistic manner. And part of that, I think, well, part of it has been proven is because of our implicit memory. So people that go through some of the most amazing abuse do some of the most amazing things. This has been proven and, um, you know, the psych world can't figure it out, but it makes sense to me. It's because all that pain is pushing you okay. and it causes you to do amazing things, right? But when those things aren't working out so well anymore, that's when life collapses and... You hit the iceberg. Horrible. That's right. Robin Williams, he thought that, you know, if he could do this and do that, he'd be happy. Little did he know, you know, you don't know the trauma of actors and actresses. That's what, you know, uh, who's another one? Jim Carrey. His mother was depressed all the time. Poor thing. He was always trying to make her happy. And so, of course, he thought if he went and made millions of dollars, you know, he'd be happy too. And a lot of people think that, you know, money will cover up things. And it, it can. But I'll be honest, you know, I've coached for over 30 years as a health and fitness expert, not as a transformation coach or anything like that. And when it came right down to it, to every single person I dealt with, they were unhappy on the inside. Right. Yeah, that's not the first time I've heard that about people who are struggling to lose weight and get fit. Yep. It didn't matter who they were. Right. It just, it didn't matter who they were. You know, the more money you have, the more you can cover it up, the more you can fly around, the more you can, you know, you can, you have more distractions yeah. and we can, we can all distract the 10% of our mind, but what happens when you don't have any distractions and what happens when the distractions don't work anymore? And what happens when you've gone through a pandemic 
which puts your unconscious into a fight or flight. What happens when America's been in a war for the past year and they're unconscious to it? What happens when America has been stuck in a cave and has went back to the cave dwellers mentality in their unconscious, but they're not aware of it? What happens when everything opens up and you got to step back out of the cave and you have to feel all that fear that you didn't feel because you were in your cave and there was nobody pushing on you. And so now you're afraid to go sell your product or you're afraid to go talk to another business and go, hey, look at what I have to offer that can help. Or, hey, you're afraid to go be social with people. This is a huge problem that I'm trying to get out. And I have this urgency, as you know, um, to get it out there, to let people know that Aroma Freedom Technique is four simple steps. But to this date, I have not found anything else that transforms the matter and gets rid of it like it does. Like I said, one session, a client had damage in her bottom lungs, permanent damage, they said. One session, she breathed all the way through her lungs, up, moving around, cleaning her house. I'm not BSing at all. Because before I got involved in this, I probably did over 100 sessions because I needed to make sure that what I saw was true. And it wasn't just working for me, but it worked for everybody out there. And so I did. I did so many free sessions. I'm not kidding, Vicki. By the time I was done, I said, I am exhausted. Some of these sessions are exhausting. Because I'll be honest, Aroma Freedom Technique is actually a very, <clears throat> very precise technique that only a trained professional should ever, ever, ever do, number one. And if you, if you can get the client to cooperate, <laughs> it really is a pretty simple process you go through because, uh, you know, we identify the situation whether it's in the past, it's in the future, or it's in the now. And depending on where it is, that tells us which technique we're going to use. You know, and so we identify the situation either way. Then you know, we identify the feeling, the severity of it from, on a scale so that we know how big of a charge is in that brain of yours, right? So that's why we're going to ask. We're going to get you to feel it again. Bring it up. See it. There's a multiple of things we also say here that gives us an idea of how we can gauge whether we've got you through it or not. Okay. And because a lot of these older practices you and I are talking about, they used to leave you raw and open. It was and horrible. And you stayed that way yeah. for a while. Yes. Carrying it with yes. you with no, but nobody there to support you. No, that is and the only okay, problem I have. Yep. With dealing with the psychiatrist, psychotherapist, there are times when sessions up and I'm like, okay, dude, you just left me on a cliff, but you know, I'll just go do an AFT session on myself and I'll get myself to, you know, but so what we do, you know, we go in there and we get into it. We get into the image. So that takes us, where does you think that goes right in here to where we can see it. And then we go to where is it in your body? You know, where's it at? And then what's the feeling? And it's not this exactly, but what's the feeling? I mean, it's not these steps exactly. What's the feeling? What's the severity of the feeling? And then the big question, the kicker is, <laughs> 
what's the negative voice? What's telling you that you aren't this or you can't have this or you can't heal this or what is it? And, you know, and then we go through a process that we use that allows, it, well, I shouldn't say it allows, that's a nice word. It actually is biohacking. The process that we use in the way that we do it, um, the amygdala has no choice but to let go of the negative energy. It's, we're not asking. We're not asking anymore. We simply have discovered a way to open up the lotus flower, if you want to call it, bring up the pain, which your body wants to heal naturally. And then because of a few <clears throat> things we use, they go in and cause the amygdala to relax. The negative energy just goes. It seriously just lifts right out. And then I, that, mean, I would assume leaves room for the positive. Yes. And then the positive takes over. And how do we know? Because we go in and we ask you. We'll ask again. Maybe the, the charge was a 10, depending on which process we're doing with you. And meaning the intensity was a 10. It was just that strong of a, uh, you know. And now it's a, an 8 or a 7. And we just keep going until it's a 2 or a 0. And then the number one question, I remember Dr. Perkis, the instructor, saying, I will fail you if you ever leave somebody with a negative voice still there. Because if the negative voice is still there, then the feeling is still there. Right. Because it's the feeling that's creating the negative voice. So somebody might think that they can't feel it anymore, but the negative voice is still there. So you see, so it's, he, he put in a fail-safe switch, shall we say, so that we can make sure that it's not lingering around the corner anywhere trying to hide and get you later. Because these negative energies are also sucking on your energy. And this is the number one reason why as you get older, you have too much baggage. You know, women will become single. I've seen more women in the Northwest be single because it was just too heavy. It was easier to be by themselves. And it's all implicit memory. All this stuff, it just gets heavier and heavier as we get older. And that's why people give up on their dreams. They don't fulfill what they wanted to do when they retire. Because life gets so heavy and dense. And that doesn't even mean that you're heavy. You could be thin, you know, or it, it's not how things look. It's how it's feeling unconsciously. You're not aware of it. But what should make you aware of it is by your life. Are you living the life you wanted to live? And if you're not, then we can change it. Are you stuck? Are you, or are you feeling the warning signs of all the negative voices in your head talking to you saying, we want out. Negative energy just wants to be free. And you are feeding it. Your body has to feed negative energy. That is why you have more problems digesting foods. Um, you know, some of the, the biggest people I know ate hardly anything. I had people come to me because I worked with some of the best natural paths in the Northwest and they'd send me people they couldn't help. I had one lady come to me that looked like she was nine months pregnant. You know, she gained it all in her stomach. And she was a high fashion model her whole life. Vogue, you know, in all the top magazines. Now she's 40 years old. And no matter what she does, she goes, Missy, all I eat is lettuce. And the body is capable of marbleizing it into fat. 
And it's because her body was constantly in fight or flight. Constantly. It didn't matter what she did. Her body was stuck in fight or flight. Now, remember, it's the 90% of us. So what do you feel it as? Now we're starting to feel it more and more because of the other things that have happened. So it's like a big magnifying glass has been put on earth. And it's harder for people to deny things now. But she was constantly in fight or flight. There is not a person that I didn't do an adrenal gland test on that their adrenal glands weren't fried. Every single person has fried adrenal glands because of the fight or flight that we're all in. Yep. Hormones. Yep. Yep. That's right. That's absolutely right. But with aroma freedom technique, we can literally change it. You know, they say it takes 10 years for something new to be accepted. I really hope it doesn't take that many years. Such a great technique. Absolutely. So you go through the four steps and um, you feel amazing when you're done. So what do people say when they're done? They say, uh, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. Um, that makes sense, right? When you think of the iceberg. And I really think we're chipping away at the iceberg and we're actually coming up Crazy. out of the water. Yeah. I really do. I believe that we are conscious beings, but that's new for us. And so, I mean, on a very practical level, not a metaphysics level, but on a very practical level, I think we have reached a point in our science and our neuroscience that it's not metaphysics, metaphysics anymore. It's actually science and going, if this is what's stuck in our unconscious, we can release it and we're feeling lighter, happier, freer, all these things, then we are expanding our consciousness because we're creating all the things that we want. And in truth, you know, we talked about that a little bit earlier today, Vicky, talking about uh, the law of attraction and how I found it to be abusive. It's a great concept, but when you don't understand the things that are holding you back and why it's not happening right then and there, like it is for those that are teaching it, and it can really get you to beat the heck out of yourself. Right. Right? I mean, really just go, what is wrong with me? Because I'll tell you, when I watched The Secret, I jumped in. I thought I was all for it. But, you know, I did all those things and nothing, it's a, you know. It's a good place to start if you don't have anything else, maybe, you know. It's widely accepted. It's out there. It's something which is better than nothing. But it's, yeah, it's not enough. It doesn't take it far enough. Just like the NLP that, you know, we've talked about and I've had experience with. It's, it, it's a Band-Aid. It stops the bleeding. But you got to get into what caused the bleeding, you know. You got to get underneath and figure it out. You know, it just reminds me of, you know, just to give you another plug, because I think you're just amazing. You really are. And I don't say that because I've worked with a lot of people, ran a multi-million dollar business. Um, but I had you, you write up professional bios, which are, it's just brilliant, you know, because I really didn't know where to start. And the number one question is the why that you answer in the bio. And that's really, I think, the question that a lot of people have. Why? Why can't I do this? And <clears throat> what really kind of could probably touches my heart the most is I know the negative voice. I know it really well. I, I didn't until it's all I had. 
and it's like a noose around your neck and it just gets tighter and tighter and tighter until it's dragging you through life. And that's a horrible place to be. And I just want people to know if they know anybody that's in that place, that they're not mentally ill. They simply have a mental imbalance. You just have a chemical imbalance in your brain. That is simply all. And when I was really able to detach myself from my brain and realize that I am meant to live a happy life. I'm meant to feel amazing. And if I'm not, because it's not my diet, so I can eliminate that immediately, then something's going on. Let's get at it. What's going on? So I am constantly working on my consciousness. Constantly, just sometimes I got to step back a little bit because I'm digging a little too deep in there and opening some doorways that just aren't ready to be opened yet. But the point is that if you're feeling stuck, you're not living the life that you intended to live. You're getting up every day, just going through the motions. You know, ask yourself, watch the law of attraction. That's how life should be. Honestly, the secret is how life should be. And the only reason why we don't manifest like uh, what's her name says is because something is in the way. And what's in the way is in your unconscious. And so you've got to know that now. It's not in your conscious mind. Because if it was in your conscious mind, you it would be it's perfect. It's in your unconscious. And now know, remember, Aroma Freedom Clinic. If you look up Aroma Freedom Technique online, you're going to see some vis different variations of it. Um, that are really kind of... It. Yes. That are really saying the same thing, just stressing on different points. And... From my perception, which is just my perception, um, I see it as something that's life-saving. So I have a different perception of it than um, making it seem so small when it's not. You know, it's very powerful. It's very healing. And it will be bigger than EMDR, NLP, or any of those things. It will be bigger. But Aroma Freedom Clinic, you can go to our website at www.aromafreedomclinic.com. We have so much education and information coming out towards you. Not only can they, are they going to be able to find some, you know, great and valuable information on your website, but they can actually sign up for a session. Thank you. <laughs> Most important. You know, I've, the programs that I built before, which if Vicki gets the answer to this question, she'll get the book, uh, were unlike anything else. Nobody else could copy it. And so I'm really, I think, pretty schooled at bringing in something people have never done before. And here's the, the number one thing. To understand something that's never been done before, you have to feel it. And that is the only way you will know for sure. Don't ever be fooled by somebody's charisma or this. Always. Or in my case, them saying, oh, I'm a social media manager that I made a million dollars last last year. And if you have to say that, maybe not. So, yeah, don't be fooled exactly, right? by the pretty marketing. I'm in marketing, but don't be fooled by the inauthentic layer people put on it. When you feel it in your gut that it's right, it's probably also authentic. That's right. And if you're not feeling it in your gut and you're feeling other things, then call me. 
make a session because you've got some implicit memory in your way and that's why you're not feeling it. Why do you keep falling for, you know, this or that or another thing? Come on. I mean, that's the, the number one thing that got me into therapy when I was in my 30s is I realized that I kept attracting a certain type of men. It was. And I, I finally, I just, a, a bell went off in my head and I went, okay, I'm attracting these guys. So why? I want to know why. Let's change this. And it did. My life changed from that moment on when I took responsibility for why? Why am I, you know, if you continue to attract bad marketers into your life and you continue to pay them, hoping for them to be what they're not and you're not catching the clues or the signs, contact Aroma Freedom Clinic. There's a reason why. Because your CNS, your central nervous system is always talking to you and telling you. Yes. It's always it, it telling you. It remembers what you can't. It taps it into that subconscious that you can't touch. And so when you when you have those feelings, the gut feelings, something feels off, it's your mind's memory of similar situations. And there's a reason why it's telling you, hey, pay attention. It's poking you. Pay attention to this. Something's off. That's right. That's right. That's really good. Okay. So I would just like to say, for those of you that are looking for a marketing genius, please contact Vicki Wu Marketing. I am not kidding. Um, I wouldn't BS you. Anybody that's ever followed a recommendation of mine always comes back and goes, wow, Missy, you know some really nice people that are sincere. Well, this is true because I'm a no BS type of person. So also know that we do at Aroma Freedom Clinic, we do group sessions. We can come out to your business. We can also do fun sessions. We can come out to a bachelor party. We can come out. There's all kinds of things that we can do with aroma freedom techniques. Let me tell you, all kinds of things. Uh, we can remove um, commitment issues. We can remove blocks when it comes to why you're not able to approach strangers and sell your business, why you're not able to see your business through, why you're not able to stay in the steps, why you're um, delusional and want to believe that clients are just going to fall out of the sky, why you can't see the obvious that isn't working anymore. <laughs> if, if clients fell out of the sky, people wouldn't need me. That's right. Nike would not have a you know million dollar marketing department, would they? And I get to ask Vicky the magical question to see if she gets the book. So the question is, <laughs> how many head injuries did I have? Are we counting the broken neck spine? Sure. And from what I remember. Was that multiple surgeries or multiple head injuries? See, the thing is, like, I did a long interview of you for your bio, like yes. eight eight surgeries by the time you were thirteen or something, if I remember correctly. And you, you are the winner. The you are the winner. You did it. You're good. You won. I have made you the winner. You have listened. So, Vicky, I will send you a link so that you can download the O diet. You're gonna love it. There are recipes in there. I I'm not a I don't like to cook, so, um, but I've always had to eat additive preservative free. So there's enchiladas, there's tacos, there's stuffed shells. And, you know, I wrote this back in the 2000s before they had all these health food stores and everything. 
But the foods, the enchiladas are the number one favorite, just so you know. Okay. Uh, number one favorite. And uh, it's got everything you need in there. It's got the 12-week program I did with them. Like I said, an in-home workout, an in-the-gym workout, before and after pictures that are not edited at all. They're just women in their bra and underwear in the raw. I mean, before and after. And then you've got their stories, and it's an awesome book. So yeah, I'm so glad. How can your viewers I, – I gave them an answer that they can use. So how can they get it? Where, where do they need to send you the answer? <laughs> they can send me the answer to missy at aromafreedomclinic.com or my Facebook page, which is Aroma Freedom Clinic. Or you can go to the website, aromafreedomclinic.com. If you can find me on Facebook and find my private page, Missy Gifford, and send me a direct message. You can do it there. So anymore, you just type in Missy Gifford and you're going to find me. Send me a message and answer it. And you've got yourself a $30 free gift that is life-changing and a program that people used to pay $6,500 for. All nice and neat in a book for you. That's right. <laughs> All right, Vicki, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I love the conversation and I hope to have you on again. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody have a wonderful weekend.